Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. Embarking on a digital transformation with a limited to no budget is very difficult. In fact, it's impossible at times. But there's good news. There are things you can do to go digital, even if you have a limited budget. And that's what I'm going to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stage of digital transformation success. And oftentimes when the economy gets bad or when you have internal politics or competing priorities and things that prevent you from having the budget to invest adequately in a digital transformation, it can feel like an all or nothing scenario. It can feel like either I go big or I go home. I don't have any in-between options. So what I want to do today is talk about how that's simply not true and that there are options that you can go through if you have a limited to no budget. Now, a lot of software vendors may tell you there are no lesser options. You need to go big. You need to double down on your technology investments. And that might be an option for you. It might be a good answer for your organization, but it's not the only alternative. So what I want to do today is talk about some of those realistic things you could do if you have a limited budget or maybe even no budget, but still get some incremental benefit from your technology investments. Now, if you're looking for more digital strategies and potential roadmap options for your organization, I encourage you to read my new book called The Final Countdown. It's a book that I recently wrote and published that covers all the things you need to know to create a strategy and roadmap that's aligned with your needs and with your realities and with your future state of where you're headed. You can read that book. You can learn more about it and buy it by scanning the QR code in front of you, or you can just simply go to thefinalcountdown.com. Now, let's start off with the good news. You may feel like not having a budget is a bad thing, and there are certainly some downsides to not having a significant budget for your digital transformation initiatives. But if the economy is bad and you just don't have the budget for whatever reason it is, then the good news is that that's less money that you're potentially going to lose on a botched implementation. And I hate to sound negative, but a lot of times organizations that are flush with cash and they have plenty of budget to invest in new technologies, they're the ones most likely to get into trouble and spend way too much money on the project with very little value to show for it. So that's the good news we have to start with, is that it allows us to mitigate the risk of overspending and overinvesting in technology, and also forces us to think more creatively about how can we selectively and strategically use technology to make our businesses better, rather than trying to boil the ocean and do everything all at once. There's something to be said for prioritization and focus and really getting to those things that are low-hanging fruit and deliver immediate business value. So it's important to really recognize what the benefits and the upside potential are by not having much of a budget to begin with. Now, the first strategy you can pursue if you have a limited budget for your digital transformation is to selectively deploy technologies that deliver the most business value. And while this may not give you the option of deploying enterprise-wide technologies that automate your entire end-to-end -end processes, what it does do, it gives you the option to invest in certain parts of your business and certain functions within your business that might deliver more immediate business value. By the way, those investments are typically going to cost a lot less and be a lot less risky than a more enterprise-wide focused transformation. So that's one thing we can do is we can selectively invest in technology. So we may not have this big, massive enterprise-wide technology budget, but we have enough of a budget 
to invest in the things that we know can deliver immediate value. And what it also does is it allows us to focus on the parts of our business that are craving changes and craving improvements the most. It allows us to really focus and double down on those selected targeted areas of our business. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. Interoperability is a big trend in the digital transformation space. And what interoperability is, is essentially taking various systems that you might already have, and it may also include new systems, but regardless, it takes multiple systems and allows you to tie those systems together, add new workflows, add business intelligence capabilities, and for lack of a better word, tie together and integrate the systems you already have. So in other words, it gives you a platform to be able to leverage technologies that you already have without requiring you to rip out your back office foundational systems throughout your entire organization. And again, this allows you to mitigate risk in addition to saving you money and in addition to working within the budget and the confines of the limited budget you might have. So interoperability can be a great strategy and a great low cost, high ROI option for organizations that don't have a huge budget. And maybe you have some decent technologies to start with. They may not be perfect, but they might be good enough to where you can pursue an interoperability strategy to leverage and get the most value out of those technologies. Organizations have been accumulating mass amounts of data for decades now. Many organizations have been accumulating mass amounts of data for decades now. If you go back to the 1960s and 1970s when organizations were first starting to automate their businesses with big mainframe systems and big outdated technologies, starting way back then, organizations were starting to capture and codify information that they used to capture on paper. So the good news is that organizations have become conditioned to capturing data, accumulating data, and trying to figure out how to report on that data. Now, organizations have also not quite figured out how to do that, and they haven't figured out how to clean up their data and make sure that the data is useful and it's providing actual information and insights into the organization. But the good news is there's a lot of new tools out there that will allow you to take the data you already have in your old legacy systems and allow you to get new insights and new dashboards and new business intelligence and new analytics to help you make better decisions and just understand your business better. And these technologies, whether it's through AI or artificial intelligence or predictive analytics tools, are not nearly as expensive as replacing all of your back office systems and the foundational components of your technologies. So in other words, there's a way that we can take legacy data from legacy systems that might be outdated and might be ripe for improvement someday, but now we can be deploying AI and analytics and other tools to help us get more value out of the data we already have. So this is another way that we can work within a limited budget to get some immediate business value without necessarily having to invest millions and millions of dollars 
in a broad digital transformation. One consistent pattern that I've seen throughout my entire 25 year career in the technology space is that organizations don't quite know how to get the value out of investments they've already made. Organizations oftentimes are sitting on these technologies that they invested millions of dollars in years or decades ago, but they never really optimize those systems to get the full benefit from them. And then a decade goes by and then two decades go by and suddenly you find that it's time to replace those exact systems that you never got the full business value out of, which then incurs a bunch of new costs and that sort of thing. So the good news with organizations that are operating on limited budgets is that we can avoid that phenomena Instead of investing in entirely new technologies, it forces us to think about how can we get more value out of what we already have? And how can we make some incremental, small improvements that have a big impact on our bottom line and a big impact on our scalability, efficiency, and effectiveness as an organization? I'll give you a couple of examples. Oftentimes when organizations are using their current systems, people aren't trained the way they should be. There are certain modules or features that haven't been turned on or people haven't been educated on how they might use different aspects of their technology to get the business value they could be getting. Oftentimes vendors have invested R&D to make improvements to their software that the customers don't even know about. So there might be enhancements in your current version of your current software that you just simply aren't aware of that might deliver some immediate value and give you an immediate lift. Another example is organizations oftentimes will find that they've got great technology, but the processes and the way people are using the technology doesn't fit with the technology. So people are working outside the system or they're going back to their old manual spreadsheets. And those are examples of ways that we can simply invest in change management and user adoption efforts. It's going to be a lot less expensive than entirely replacing those systems. So if we look at ways to really optimize the technology we already have, that can be another way that we can get some immediate value with a limited budget for our digital transformations. Now, in addition to pointing out some of the things you can be doing to navigate limited technology budgets, it's also important to understand that there are risks associated with this. A lot of the things I've mentioned here are simply band-aids that might get you through the next two or three years, but they may not get you through the next 10 to 20 to 30 years. And most of us as leaders are thinking longer term about our organizations. We want to invest in technologies that can help us scale and grow and get to that whole new level of success we're trying to get to. And a lot of the things I talked about here will help you limp along for a little while longer, but at some point you'll probably have to go through a broader digital transformation. The other risk is that a lot of times software vendors will sunset a product or end the life and support of a product before you have time to move on to a new technology. And a lot of the recommendations I gave here today do not address that risk. The fact that your vendor may tell you that they're not going to support the product anymore going forward. And that leaves you in a position where now you're rushing to invest a lot of money to replace that technology. So those are a couple of risks to be aware of, but if you don't have the budget today, that may be a risk you just have to live with and that's okay. There are ways that we can extend the life cycle of our current technologies, get some immediate business value. And when the time comes to where we do have the budget, when the economy turns around or your business finances turn around, once you have the resources to invest more in digital transformation, then you've laid a solid groundwork to be more effective the next time you actually go through a bigger implementation. So I hope this is providing you some good guidance on what to do if you have a limited budget for your digital transformation. And for more information and frameworks to help you define a digital strategy for your organization, regardless of where you are with your budget, I encourage you to read my new book called The Final Countdown. You can read and learn more about that and buy it by scanning the QR code in front of you, or you can simply go to thefinalcountdown.com. So if you found this information useful, I hope you have a great day. Learn more about us 
and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.